Welcome back to another episode of the Criterion Cult Film Podcast. I am one of your hosts, Jordan Garcia, and with me as always is Armando Arvizu here. And what do we do here on the Criterion Cult Film Podcast? Well, what we like to do is gather up the cult members, gather up the gang, mm-hmm. and then get in our like, robes, you know. Yeah, put on our, our mask, put on our, um, what is our it, Nikes? Like the, our eyes wide shut outfits and our nikes yeah. yes our um what was the name of that cult the space cult that the aliens know. are gonna come but they had nikes on and yeah. that's what we're all about we like the, to get together the sunshine space cult yeah that that's what it was something like that yeah. <laughs> the good time sunshine space <laughs> the, cult yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's what it, i mean i would join that yeah, it right. sounds like it would be a good time yeah Especially if you get Nikes. Um, yeah, so what we'd like to do is we'd like to get everyone together. You'd like to, we, we drink some Kool-Aid, not poison, and then we watch a movie that's in the Criterion Collection, but but one of us ends up bringing up a film that we believe belongs in the collection, and then we kind of talk it out, argue it out, figure it out. We all vote on it, and that's what the cold does here. Yeah. And oh, yeah. Um, today's my episode. Uh, before we get into what we're talking about, I just want to say that thanks to those who... Uh, followed along with the Halloween, the 31 days of the Criterion Cult Horror Halloween that we did. Um, we didn't really stick to it and really didn't do what we needed to do online for it, but we appreciate anyone, you know, who might have watched the yeah. movies or, yeah, we, or went watched one of them, saw it, liked it, yeah. shared it, you know. We're going to do better. We appreciate it, yeah. We will do better. It was our first time trying something like that, and it was a little daunting. We, you know, we, yeah. all, we, we, had, we have things to do. And it's really hard to just watch a horror movie every day. And then, you know, we, we watched the movies. It just was kind of We're hard to always. We're people and we can only do so much uh, so yes. much per day. And that was too much. Yeah. And like the kind of the point was to like put ourselves like on like, you know, on camera and yeah. talk about it. And then, yeah, when you're depressed, it's really hard to do that. Yeah, you really got to kind of... You really got to like... I could uh, barely get myself out of bed. That's yeah, yeah. So we're real sorry about that. But we appreciate it. And I appreciate yeah. everyone who tuned into the Harder They Fall live stream that I did. Uh, the Harder They Falls on Netflix. I sure didn't. Yeah. Mono didn't tune in. He How wasn't even work? there. He was working. It was work, fine. Sorry. Yeah, no, no, it's all good. Well, we're going to try to do some stuff like that with, uh, with as a pair. So uh, get ready for some more stuff like that, people. 31 days of uh, action. We might not do 31 days, but we were thinking about doing a bunch of theme stuff. Or, an or, action month, yeah. We're doing an action month. What do you think of that? Yeah, what do you guys think of that? What do you guys think of more live streams of new movies that might be on Netflix or Hulu or HBO whatever? Max. HBO Max, you know? Not Peacock, because we know what happens there. Yeah, see, we're just anti-Halloween kills. Yeah. Halloween killed it. And Peacock, you can't redeem yourselves. I'll never pay for it. <laughs> never. Um, I tried to watch Yellowstone, and it wasn't going. What is What is it? Just uh, like scenes from the from like, from like actually Yellowstone? No, like, the Kevin Costner show. Oh. Yellowstone. Kevin Costner's got a show. Yes, he does. Didn't it's know three that. seasons. I think a new season's coming on. I heard it was good. I would. I was too depressed to watch it. <laughs> okay, well, I fell asleep. I'll say it right here. Um, not getting led into the collection. <laughs> Yellowstone is out. Well, it's a TV show. So yeah, well, Kevin Costner's out. He's done completely. Completely. You're not gonna dance with his wolves. Hey, that's another. Uh, get ready You're not for one gonna of those. water water his world. Get ready for a ban from CC where I'm bringing. You're not gonna post his man. I will bring dances with wolves. I will bring uh 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 what's the other one? Fill the dreams. I'll bring all Kevin Costner. I'll bring them all. Was he in Bull Durham? No, right. He is in Bull Durham, so he's in the Criterion. Uh, he's already in. So <laughs> yeah, he's in. Uh, yeah, all right. Uh, okay, Silverado. Never mind. He's in. Kevin Costner's in, but today we're talking about my picks. What other movies is Kevin? <laughs> I'm just joking. Robin Hood. Uh, today we're talking about my picks, 
And it's a double feature of a double feature. All right? We're seeing double. Yeah. We're talking, and again, like, because, you know, we're digging deep into Criterion. We're doing laser discs. We're doing out of print shit. Cause that's mm. how we roll. Yeah. yeah, we're not, we're not, we're not, this we're was, not amateurs. This was on laserdisc and DVD, or just laserdisc or just DVD. I'm pretty sure both. Yeah, right. Yeah, I want to say both. Okay. Um, this is David Cronenberg's Dead Ringers, and that's from 1988, and that is, uh, of course, directed by David Cronenberg. Uh, stars Jeremy Irons, who plays Beverly slash Elliot Mantle, Jenna Vive Bijold as Claire. And Heidi Von Paleski as Carrie, who's, you know, she's not very important, but I just want, I don't want to say more than two Who is she? She's like the girlfriend of, oh, like, yes, of yes. like, the, the redhead, yeah yeah, 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 I got you. And so, if you don't know about Dead Ringers, we, again, are now, we're, we're done with IMDb, we're doing Letterboxd, so oh, Letterboxd, yeah. Letterboxd, get us up. Please, yeah. this comes give us from, hats, this, give us premium uh, subscriptions. Yeah. Yes, this comes straight from Letterboxd. Mm-hmm. Here's a tagline, two bodies, two minds, one soul. Ooh. You're all intrigued. If you haven't seen it, you're all, you're all, what the? Elliot, a successful gynecologist, (laughs) gynecologist, works at the same practice as his identical twin, Beverly. Ooh, Jeremy Irons is playing twins. They just happen to work at the same place. (laughs) (laughs) Who would have known? Okay, yeah. Elliot is attracted to many of his patients and has affairs with them. When he inevitably loses interest... He will give the woman over to Beverly, the meeker of the two, without the woman knowing the difference. Beverly falls hard for one of the patients, Claire, but she inadvertently deceives him. He slips into a state of madness. Mm. And, okay, that was a little, that was a little little, IMDb-ish. Yeah, that was kind of like, uh, yeah, Yeah. that one. Yeah, Letterboxd, you let me down. I don't know if that was on the back of the Blu-ray box or not, but. Yeah, no, it's fine. It wasn't too bad. Um, But I do have one gripe. Not with this movie, but with the when okay, remember when the social network came out, and everyone was like all like in awe of like, oh wow, Army Hammer's playing a twin, you know, and he's only he's not a twin, and they're kind of giving like a lot of like uh, oh, how did they do that blah 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 they like you know the camera like you know they're they're in the same scene and stuff like that, but like you got dead ringers, you got enemy like i mean and and it, that, that's very true enemy came after, but I mean still it's still like it wasn't like a like a, I don't know why did, like that's it, they, true. It got like kind of like praise for nothing you know like that it's like it's kind of an it feels easier now to do it like because especially with green uh, green screen and all that in CGI right right but right, here right. they're really like you know yeah in that, that angle where that it, is true they did make a big deal about uh, the social network and his performance the you know you know like, yeah yeah and Jeremy Irons is like how can you disregard Jeremy Irons as a fucking actor. You know, yeah, like no. and both of his performances, you know, as as Beverly and Elliot, you know. Yeah, I would say most um, people. I mean, I don't know if he was nominated for this, um, but, you know, Jeremy I don't Hines think so. But he before. did win something from like the film, some film thing in New York or whatever, uh-huh. like, you know. Yeah. I mean, a lot of the stuff that I read about this film, most people were just like, well, this is obviously his best performance. Yeah. Because it obviously is. This is before Die Hard with a Vengeance, but I mean, what? we'll go on. <laughs> yeah, it was before he voiced Scar, yeah. and so, <laughs> which is probably his best performance. Let's be honest, right? Come on, you know what I mean? Like, how you gonna you gonna how you gonna sound like Mufasa and have a brother that sounds like Scar? But yeah, like yeah. Okay. So I mean, that's that's I'm just saying uh, Die Hard with a Vengeance because that's the first time I ever saw Jeremy Irons. 
yeah, I guess that makes sense. That was the first time I saw Jeremy Irons. Sorry, as well. like, well, I didn't know he was Scar, like, or uh, yeah, Scar, or whatever, you know. But I, because he wasn't, it was a voice, you know. Mm-hmm. But this is when uh, Die Hard with a Vengeance. When I like saw him, I was like, oh, who's this actor? You know, right? Like, yeah. I was intrigued by him. You know, no. When I was a kid, the first thing I saw probably was Dead Ringers before Lion King. Oh, wow. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm joking. Imagine being a kid and seeing Dead Ringers. Yeah, I don't know what I don't know. Like, I would got. I probably would have gotten bored. Uh, like re- to, before it got interesting. You know what I mean? I don't think it would have gotten interesting for you at all. You well, that, no, no, but that's what I'm, it probably would have once the, like kind of the weird, uh, violent sexual stuff started happening, but not like as a kid, you know, know, you're just like, I don't know what gynecology is. I, you know what I mean? Like, I don't know what this, any of this is. I don't yeah, know why. I wouldn't know what they were talking yeah. about. Like what it was like, you know? Yeah, but I don't know if I if as a kid, if I would have saw the scene where she bites the, the umbilical cord that kind of attaches them together. I would have been like, hell yeah. Damn, does it happen to the fly, too? It or probably she just does. gives birth to the fly. It's yeah. something like that. Yeah. I mean, this is very much, you know, um, just to jump into I mean, this is very much uh, a Cronenberg body horror film, mm-hmm. just not as obvious as stuff like the fly and yeah, those things. Yeah, it's not as blatant and right. not as graphic, I would say, either. Yes. You know, it's yeah, a little not more tame. Like, it's just, like, a lot more... I guess heady a little bit, you right? Know? Like but it's, but it's still very much through the focused, conversation, you know. Yeah, but it's and, still and focused then, on the body. Yeah, definitely. And yeah, in like a very like um, not more subtle way than than yeah. all those than the fly and where he's like really mutating and stuff like that. And this right, is where right, like right. you know, like you kind of just see their expressions about things and stuff, and like you know how they're tied up and like and when they're young kids are working on like uh, you know they're like doing surgery and like you know stuff like that. So it's a little more like, I don't know, I don't know if laid back is the right word, but it's a little more like, you know, it's just not uh, so no, no. like, compared to the it's flash, not, it's not sure. thrown yeah, in your, yeah. it's not like this is jumping out at you, hey, like this is in your face. laid back. It's baby. not in your face, you know, it's a little <laughs> yeah. more like, uh-huh. yeah, they're talking about things and like really getting into like, uh, them as people and like, right. they're like, you know, they're like, um, you know, their problems, you know, where like. It's more, like where it kind of starts off first is with the, mostly with the actresses like you know yeah she's just a typical woman she just wants to have a baby like to feel something and like you know like she, when she dies she's not just it's not just her you know stuff like that you know and they like kind of make fun of that oh like oh how'd you guess I was like oh yeah she's like like she's like everybody you know it's a lot I mean not that aren't like uh, Cronenberg's movies aren't all like psychological but this is more like. Uh, a little more like you know going with that you know like you're a therapist listening to this kind of thing and not showing I guess you know well it's also you know it's a horror movie but in the sense that it's a horror film for excuse me it's a horror film for like women intellectuals no no for for women that it's just like oh women aren't intellectual Jordan you know what I'm, I'm saying? Because you know, intellectuals uh, suggest everyone and all genders. I'm saying literally women, because mm. you know, women are the only ones who have to worry about like, or, or you know, whoever has to go to a gynecologist. Anyone who has to deal with it a gynecologist, awful, yeah, that's uh, that's a horror, especially if they they turn out to be psychotic. And it's twins. just a guy like telling you about your body, like right, you know, like it's just yeah, and that's and that's what I what I, what I mean by like the body horror of it is it like it's like they're just so. Like, they're so enamored, you know, the twins. They're, like, so enamored with, like, 
the the body parts of a female and all yeah, that stuff. Yeah, with a woman, yes. And and it feels very, um, it feels more a serial killer than it does doctor. It's more like yeah, science yeah. experimenty right. than it is like they want to like you know and and sec and overly sexual and you sexual know, as well. You yeah. know, like well, you where, know, Cronenberg's horny and he's a horny guy. <laughs> yeah, but you know, and like, that's fine. And to think of a woman like that is really like, uh, I mean, frustrating for a woman and really like. You it's know, very it, um, surgical. It's yeah, just very and, yeah. It's yeah, just, it, where like, like and just, for a man to think like, oh, a woman is just good for this, these two things right. and stuff like that to like yeah. intrigue their interests like in a weird way, like you know, and for a woman to just be laying on a fucking you know one of those hot, I don't know what they're called those like gynecologist like tables or whatever you know like yeah, it's really sense. like kind of it's like really disgusting and stuff like that and especially you see that later when. um Bev is really going in like going mad because he's like a drug addict and stuff like that and using his like their invention when they made as kids and like oh yeah you can't use this on a a live patient like a cadaver is fine you know like they don't realize that that that's that's kind of like the whole thing too is like they don't realize that yeah these are women are human also like you know you wouldn't want to be treated like this and use like this like this like really like foreign object on your body and like really like you know there's no like um there's no like finesse about it it's really like really like just yeah medical and surgical and like really cold and like work for humanity like you know like how you would want to be treated you know and that's what yeah, they, it's, that's it's how like they're a, treating women it's, you know? it's very medieval yeah it's yeah like the, the, yeah the, the, tool, the, the tools and stuff they it's, make that yeah it's, really it's more it's just yeah. more so like the doctor trying to experiment on someone not trying yeah. to help them necessarily yeah, yeah exactly. it's like very medieval and just very like Really gross and grotesque and just not it just very violent you know what i mean and what's funny is that's like a really interesting thing that you know elliot you know for those who haven't seen it elliot is kind of the the suave kind of he just likes to get laid kind of one he's the more confident kind of you know what i mean he's the one who sleeps with them first and yeah. once he's done with them he passes them on to beverly mm-hmm. beverly is kind of shy kind of more introvert kind of like he's the one who's like really studying really like he yeah. does like all the work and, and mostly yeah, he's doing the, a lot of the work yeah he's whatever. doing a lot of like the research and, and then things ellie like that. is the face kind of yes of them, yeah he's know? he's the one who can talk to people he's the one who can go up and, and say speeches and do things like that except the awards and stuff yeah know? yeah and so yeah so it's just funny to you know at the end like towards the end you, you know like elliot is the one who's literally calling women mutants and being like they're all mutants inside like mm-hmm. they're all like horrible and gross you know and it turns out that he's really the worst one and elliot is more sympathetic towards you know well, beverly pe- is the one calling the yes mutants. beverly yes yes, yes, yes sorry beverly is the one calling them mutants and elliot and, is a little and elliot, more and elliot becomes more sympathetic yeah at the end whereas that before you're just like oh yeah beverly's the shy one the nice one He's the good one. Yeah. And then maybe a little more sympathetic, but yes, you know, but turns. then you realize that he's really the one who's more surgical and so more of experimental and more like, no, no, no. Like these women are mutants. Like yeah. I literally just go into them to like, literally like, like just to figure out what's in them. Whereas yeah. Elliot, you think he's just kind of, you know, uh, having sex with these women and doing the, and physically doing these things with these women just because he like gets off on it. But he's literally looking for, a connection yeah. and for like some kind of love or you think Elliot's trying to do that, but no, he's just insane. Yeah. <laughs> like he's just like really, which I thought was probably one of the best things about the movie. And obviously the story itself, you know, it's, it's based on a book. Isn't it always the meek one? That's fucking insane. Of course. You know? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's very obvious, you know, it's sort yeah. of like that idea. And then it's also the idea of like, um, these, this identity of like, you know, that's kind of like the duality of man. Right. Mm-hmm. 
Like that's like the two sides of like one person. Like they they could be one person yeah. essentially. But yeah, you also see Elliot as more so like uh Yeah, he's overpowering of his brother, but he also really cares for him and it has, you know, and knows the this connection that they have, you know, and is mm-hmm. protective over him as oh, well, yeah, you yeah. know. Because when he's like almost dying, he's like, "No, don't touch my brother like that." You know, like he'll fix him or whatever you know like and you never really see bev like that kind of he's just always getting kind of drunk and 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 studying and like researching and stuff like you know he's kind of like uh you know like he's he's apart from like society sort of you know like that's why uh uh, elliot is more so like you know the face of them you know and they have that weird thing where like oh yeah i was there you did it you know and you can tell me like what happened you know like we were there you know it doesn't matter if they were both there. One of them just has to like right, experience like, it, like and they can. That's the whole thing with one soul. You know, they yeah. feel like what what they're both like internalizing. You know. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. That's like the point, and and sort of, and then also like kind of the reason why, in a way, you know, he has you know when it becomes complete Cronenberg, right? Mm-hmm. Like the best of Cronenberg is horny and gross. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. And there's that great scene where Bev is like wakes up and he's like oh and he's got like um he's got claire next to him and she's like you know and he's just like all scared because he sees um elliot his brother mm-hmm. in the bed with him and he's just like oh my god be quiet he's here i don't want him to see us and after she's like oh don't worry like i'll just separate you and he's just like separate us and you see that there's like this kind of umbilical cord thing umbilical cord thing that's like connecting them to and she just starts biting into it and he just starts screaming like ah like it's like a dream sequence yeah, yeah, yeah but that's like i'm sure that's probably in the book in some way but not in that way maybe it is i don't know I'd, i would have to read it but you know that's very much like a cronenberg like you know just to kind of talk about cronenberg as a director yeah. and like him taking on a story like this it's just very like you know how did it, it taste it, you know, I mean, that's what I'm saying. You just watch something like this yeah. from Cronenberg and you're just like, oh, yeah, like that's it's very um, it's just like a, what is it like visceral? It's just very like, oh, like, you know, like that's that's like the body becomes more of not a gross thing, but more of like um, something that's not just a regular sort of, OK, you know, you see a naked body like, you know, an, an, an enemy. We see naked bodies and they're and they're and they're just, you know, they're naked bodies. You know, the movie that we're going to talk about later, it's just there, you know, it's just sort of part of a sex scene. But in here, it feels more so like it's like these otherworldly like creatures and like it's just sort of like it's never it always feels like a, like the fly or something. You know, like we talk about it, it just feels like um, this like body horror kind of thing. Like the sex and stuff is always like not it, it always feels violent. It's like violence and like sex, like meeting in this like really crazy way. And that he does, you know, he does it, in, obviously, in Crash and things like that. But yeah, here, you're just yeah. So like, it's David Cronenberg sees not, the body in a different way. Like, yes, where it's yeah, it is like a like a foreign thing, an alien kind of thing. It's almost, sort of the way know? the tools, like, in, in the way the tools look in this thing. Yeah, like it's sort of just they look like body parts, like these alien body mm-hmm. parts, and like I think that's yeah, he made them yeah. a little more like not so medieval, but they're still very that because they're made out of like medical steel and stuff like that where it's like very cold and like 
you know, like it just needs to get the job done. Right. It might feel maybe a little nicer, but it doesn't feel like it would feel like that at all. You know, like it still feels very like, yeah, they need to be under like under like, you know, like under drugs and like stuff like that. They can't do that with them conscious. Right. Obviously, you know. Yeah. Yeah. And especially in medieval times, they're like, I'm sure they were. Yeah, they're definitely conscious, you know. Because there was no like oh, drugs or anything yeah. like that to like. They just made them. them bite down on like yeah. a, a wooden like yeah like stick or that a, thing yeah, yeah a towel yeah. or something yeah. yeah yeah. But Peter Sochiski, Peter Sochiski, who is the um, cinematographer, yeah, who's who did Mars Attacks, The Empire Strikes Back, Empire Strikes Back. This uh, was his first Cronenberg film. I know that. Yep, he did Naked Lunch. He did Crash, Eastern Ooh. Provinces, A History of Violence, oh, yeah. Rocky Horror Picture Show. So, and what's funny is that it is that's what um, Dead Ringers feels like, like a combination of so everything. Like the Rocky Horror Picture Show. No, no, no. They're like a combination of like what he's gonna do in the future. With like history of violence and Eastern promises and and mm-hmm. stuff like maps to the stars and things like that, yeah. and also what he was doing at the time with like scanners, the brood, and all those kind of like horror stuff because yeah. it's it's very much like a horror film. It's like film like a horror film, but also it has those hints of like the thrillers and sort of like those adult. Not that again, not that like um, the horror movies aren't adult, but more so like adult. Uh, like stuff like Eastern Promises and History of Violence, where it yeah, feels this more isn't like, like, yeah, it, this is not like slasher, gross out kind right. of shit. You know, this yeah. is really like a thinking man's horror, I would say, I guess, you know, like, yeah, or a better, like, lack of a better term, you know, sure. It's yeah, just yeah. like, you know, like, you really got to sit with this, you know, thinking like, man's horror, <laughs> <laughs> you know, you really got to sit with this. You can't just, you, you have to pay attention. Like, these aren't like, things aren't jumping out at you and stuff like that, even though it does kind of have those dream sequences, but they're few and far between. And when they happen, they're not, they're not there to like really like make you jump or something like that. They're just kind of make you kind of think about like what the hell is going on in these guys' mind. Well, well, especially Beverly's mind. Exactly. Yeah. It's just, it's sort of like to like uh, visually show you kind of like the feeling that they're having. Mm -hmm. And, you know, even what, you know, enemy is the movie that I'm bringing later. Uh, I don't think we mentioned that, huh? I don't think we mentioned uh, we that. We might either. have not, but I mean, you saw the title of the fucking the podcast episode. You know yeah, what's going on. Exactly. You saw the flyer. Um, no, but like in, in here, uh, these are actually two like people, like physical people, you know? Mm-hmm. An enemy, that's kind of not the case. Yeah. It's like one person. So here, like he literally, like, it's not like a, it's an actual physical thing for him to like, you know, he cuts the cord, as they say, you know, like cut yeah. the cord. He like literally is just like my brother Elliot is, well, I mean, there were, it was sort of like this idea of like. I like that title better, my brother Elliot. <laughs> <laughs> we're like, it's just like this idea of like, well, you know, I, I don't think, um, I don't think Beverly would have gotten to the point that he got to if it wasn't for Elliot kind of. Uh, uh, you know, pushing those women on him, making him live that double life, making him be him at certain points yeah. and doing these things. Beverly would have never like done that if it wasn't for him. So he yeah, had definitely, he would have been like, yeah, yeah. he doesn't get out much as right. he says, you know? And, and even though as much as Elliot was sort of the sane one towards the end of yeah. the film, uh, it was Beverly who needed to pretty much kill him 
kill that part of him, which is sort yeah. of like when an enemy, you know what I mean? Yeah, it's that it's idea like, of like killing that part of you so that you can strive. Yeah, it's and like, that weird thing where like, yeah, there's that part of you, but this it's in a physical form. It's right. my brother Elliot. That is that part of me, yes. you know? Yeah, and yeah. I got to kill that or whatever. Yeah. And, yeah, and, 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 and he we'll understood. go into enemy how like that's kind of like the thing we see right. kind of with Jake Gyllenhaal's character. Yeah, and, and here like Elliot sort of, and he understood. Yeah. Like, he got it. You know what I mean? Like, he, he, you know, in that whole scene, you know, he lays down and he's just, like, going to let him do those tools on him, you know, use his tools on him. So the best part, no, the drugs. Yeah, and exactly. And he, yeah. and at that point, they're junkies. Uh-huh. So he's just like, yeah, like, it's just, you know. Yeah. He, and he, he was ready and, to kind of, he and knew. And you see that, too, with their, yeah. like, their their practice, you know, where every, there's just, like, trash everywhere and they're living, like, hoarders almost, you know. It's just, like junk you know like they're shooting junk you know like it's just yeah you see that all on screen and like you know like with the characters like go with it and it's like not just for like show you know like it's really like telling the story like yes. of them you know and right. their demi- and their demise kind of you know and like into the in- their insanity pretty much yeah know? and then and again well, like bev san the movement of all that like the in the camera movement yeah. Because everything is so sterile in the beginning. They're, like, clean. They're, like, well put together. It shows them shaving and stuff like that. And then there's that scene at the end where it's, like, he's shaving at the end. And it's just kind of, like... It looks like uh, like someone slid in someone's throat. Yeah. Like, it looks like a horror scene. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? Like, it's filmed, like, oh, my God. Oh, that's kind of like how in Royal Tenenbaums, when uh, Richie Tenenbaum is shaving at the end, you know? Oh, yeah. It's got that blue tint. It's kind of like, yeah. Yeah. And he's shaving. Like, he's like, I'm going to kill myself tomorrow or whatever. Yeah, yeah. And it's just that shave like you know like it doesn't show up but it shows like you know like yeah when he tries to take his life you know that's that's kind of crazy that's cool yeah that is cool yeah. you know I because like that. that's it just a nice shows little... them like you know they're just going mad you know right it's it's that like um yeah it's that idea it's it's sort of this uh not a metaphor what well, sort of like a visual metaphor of like slitting your throat in a way like yeah. shaving this aggressive kind mm-hmm. of way you know what i mean like just shaving off your manhood. Scorsese, dude, you know? Yeah, the shave. shave yeah. Know? Oh, yeah. yeah. It's like shaving off your manhood. It's yeah. all these things. Hey, it's we're taking away. Like, we get yeah. in deeper on here. If you guys are listening, whoever's listening, we get in deep, okay? I got the feeling. We know? get in deep into this shit. Dead Ringers, Jeremy Irons. Yeah. Um, we talked about how good he is. We talked about how good Cronenberg is. Mondo, should we do last thoughts on it? Yeah, let's get in our last what, thoughts. What do you got? What do you got on what do you got I mean, on this? This movie's about identity, bro. It's about <laughs> who am I? Bro? Who's the enemy? <laughs> Who's the identity? Who's my you know? dead ringer, yeah. bro? <laughs> yeah, I mean I mean, I love Cronenberg. Cronenberg is great. Like, you know, like I pretty sure the first film Cronenberg for president. You know, like uh yeah. Uh yeah, <laughs> I mean I guess he's Canadian, but I don't know. He could be president, but it's I, it's a Beyond Fish shirt. Yeah, I know. I'm joking. Yeah, no, he is Canadian. Yeah. You're not yeah. joking about that. But yeah, <laughs> so he can't be president. He wasn't. He born. shouldn't. He. Yeah. I got to see a birth certificate. Anyway, yeah. go on. The Great White North. He can, but not here. Okay, or uh, I don't know. Whatever. Uh no yeah Cronenberg. I mean I love Cronenberg. I mean the first thing I saw was The Fly. You know, like and that was just like crazy to see as. A young lad you know and you go and dig in like figure like finding out more of his movies and stuff like and like you know going through his filmography i haven't seen everything but that's something i definitely should do you know is go through everything well what's funny what's pretty crazy this is our first cronenberg 
of the of the cult. Of, well, this, this is, is the only one he has on Criterion, right? No, what are you talking about? Is the fly video drone? Oh yeah, scanners. <laughs> scanners. <laughs> sorry, yeah, yeah. He the does brood. Have, the brood. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, video oh, drone shit. scanners. Yeah. The brood. I'm sorry. And yeah. um, I think that's it. Yeah. It might be and it. this. Uh, yeah. And this. Probably. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah. But I mean, all oh no, stuff. naked lunch. Oh yeah. Oh shit. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Yeah. See? Okay. You're making this look like goddamn fools. I know. Here. <laughs> we're looking like amateurs over here. What episode is this? Yeah. Okay. Know, well, I mean, it, yeah. It is I always crazy. forget that. Yeah. I I guess yes. I'm sorry, but like you know, like I've seen all those. Obviously, I, I own all those. You know. I'm sorry. Yeah. Cronenberg <laughs> for president. Everyone. <laughs> I don't care if he's Canadian or not. You know. But yeah, I mean, yeah. Dead Ringers is fucking awesome. Like, you know, I don't know why I sought it out, but it was just one of those ones that like uh, kind of intrigued me. I guess you know, like you know, it's like it's one of those like oh, like if you like, it. I guess it's one of the more lesser talked about Cronenberg films. You know, because everyone but, talks about Scanners, uh, Video Drone. But I, I feel like Naked you know, Lunch, and yeah. then also like I mean, you know. Maybe this might not be for you, but like, I think it was like one of the first movies I remember seeing where, like, we talked about where there was like the actor playing two people. Yeah. Okay. And I didn't realize that Jamie Irons didn't have a twin. Like, like I didn't Jeremy get London. Yeah. I didn't get that. Jason you know what I mean? London, yeah. Yeah. I didn't get it. Was yeah. Yeah. I didn't. I thought it was Jeremy. I thought it was a Jeremy and Jason London deal. <laughs> you know, but yeah. It was a Jeremy and Jason Irons. But I mean, this is like, I mean, this movie is like, it's just like it's really like i don't know it really gets into like shit in your head and like what like you're like dealing with kind of like as a person like you know like uh we were just on a podcast called film slob with our friend caesar oh yeah shout out follow film slob subscribe we we talked about ferris bueller and it's kind of like finding your identity and that's what beverly is trying to do you know absolutely like you know like elliot is very comfortable in his skin and stuff like that and that is funny like yeah it is pretty relatable to ferris bueller yeah and you know, a Beverly is really like you know that's why He's he likes. Cam. That's why he likes looking into women and like figuring out their skin and their organs and seeing kind of the what like you know like uh, the character. Uh, what's the woman's character's name? I forget. I'm sorry. Claire. Claire. Yeah, yeah the, the like, movie star. Like yeah, she's kind but of. They a, kind of fall in love. Kind we of kind of a, didn't really mention who she was, but Claire yeah. is like this movie star that goes in. Yeah. She can't have children. Yeah. And they like. Well, kind she of, wants uh, to have children. She yeah, wants to have know. children. They find out. But she's can't. an anomaly, you know, yeah. and she has. Three. And, and so Beverly falls in love with her yeah. after um, Elliot had already had like had sex with her yeah. and sort of like passed her. But he's excited by her because she's an anomaly. She has like three. What is it called? I'm not sure exactly, but like it's like a thing he he sort of explains it where it's like usually there's like two like kind no, it's of two one, right or oh it's one I'm pretty sure oh I don't know well I'm... he he mentions what well, there's like one like tube where like the eggs usually grow yeah and that like she has three yes yeah she has like three places and she has like oh can I have triplets well it doesn't work that way right you know, like, like yeah, yeah yeah so she's like oh so I can have kids and he's like no like no, I think that it's... makes it that you can yeah it's yeah, difficult yeah. and that's kind of why he's like so kind of intrigued at the beginning but you know right. he like falls in love with her and kind of has like uh you know and develops a drug problem problem because of her you know like not because of her but he's just like he's fucked up in the head you know he can't base right. it off her you know well like, he just can't he handle just gets, honestly he can't handle his shit yeah because yeah. you know everyone else is doing those same drugs he yeah. just gets fucked up more than they yeah, can so like, maybe you hey. should take a week off fool, and he can't you know <laughs> yeah yeah hey, she can do it you know that's the thing hey look yeah. i don't want anyone to do drugs yeah. if you can't handle your shit yeah. do drugs if you can handle your shit yeah. but don't be a burden by doing drugs don't do be drugs a beast. don't be a beast of burden do drugs and be your own person mm-hmm.
Don't be a dead ringer. Anyway, Mondo, I'm sorry. Keep but yeah, going. but uh, Dead Ringers is awesome. It's something maybe not watch all the time, but I mean, it's For more sure. so, more so than a lo- uh, other movies. I can you know like I could definitely put this on more than you know like it's not like it's not like fucking um what's that movie uh any Darren Ar- Aronofsky shit you know got you yeah yeah you know, I, like I feel this, what you're saying yeah, I could watch it, this it a lot is more. in that category where it's like obviously you're not gonna watch it. You know, I'm not gonna throw every, this on yeah. every week. Yeah. You know, to like go to sleep or something. But I will watch it more often than like yeah, than not, fucking yeah. Black Swan and Rec Room for yeah. a Dream. For sure. Definitely. Yeah. Uh what what's your rating? Uh damn, Cronenberg gets uh four cervixes. Okay. I maybe I shouldn't say that. Cut that out. Yeah, gets <laughs> 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 <has> four holes. <laughs> I'm cutting that out. Okay. Okay. Uh, yeah, Jordan, I'm going to give this uh, four doubles. <laughs> there you four go. Four double doubles. Well, that, that, I mean, that sounds like it's mm-hmm. more than four. Yeah. Well, two if double it, doubles, I guess, then, right? Okay, so four. Yeah, yeah, yeah four. there you go. Yeah. All right, uh, just real quick. I mean, obviously, where do you rank this? Is this better than Scanners? I know. I love Scanners. Sorry. Okay. All right. All right. Just wonder, I just want to, I just want to ask. Because, you know. A lot of people might be because I don't think a lot of a lot of people might know scanners. A lot of people don't know this. Yeah. You know, is it better than History of Violence? Mm, I don't know. I guess I'm depending on how I'm feeling, depending on the day. Got you. That makes sense. All right. My last thoughts on Dead Ringers is that uh, it, it might be my favorite Cronenberg right now, right now because I just saw it. Cronenberg. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> because. It, it because I, I feel like again as I said earlier it feels like that perfect and again I I gotta see Crash um but mm-hmm. to me right now this feels like the perfect and the more adult version of that uh, intersection that crossroads of sex violence and character study mm-hmm. that he you know that obviously he does it's a history of sex and violence yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah see that's and that's that's what I'm saying like. You know, it might be blasphemy because a lot of people were just like, oh, fucking his older shit is the shit. And, you know, I, I'm not saying you're wrong with agreeing with that. But to me, I sort of like more um, history of violence, Eastern promises, yeah. kind of maps of the stars, Cronenberg. I kind of I'm, I'm kind of growing on that. And this feels like that that first um, that first kind of his tiptoe into that. What, what that becomes yeah. you know what i mean it's like getting away from scanners it's getting away from video drone it's getting away from the more uh super gross out the fly and stuff like that even though it very much is still in that family it still kind of has roots in that you know what i mean mm-hmm. so that's why i don't know I, again i have to go through his whole filmography i haven't seen everything but this right now dead ringers is a yeah, I mean, you gave it a four, right? Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. That's like, yeah, I'll give it. I'll give. I'll give it a four irons. Four irons. Mm-hmm. Um, four iron fists. No, no, like iron, like when you iron your clothes, like an iron, uh, <laughs> like a Jeremy iron. Yeah. Jeremy iron my clothes. Yeah, Jeremy irons fist. Four Jeremy. <laughs> four Jeremy irons ironing my clothes, mm-hmm. and that's, um, yeah, that's, uh, yeah, because it it, it feels. Again, what we're going to talk about when we go into the next film, it's like a character study. People are going to get mad because there's not plot in these movies. <laughs> you know, there's no like uh, 
beginning and end there's no like he's got to get to something at the end yeah you know? it's all kind of it's very character it's very like and internal an enemy where it's feels especially like, an enemy. oh it's yeah. like oh where did this start where did this begin you right know? like yeah. yeah yeah so but i would recommend who's this the enemy? if you love cronenberg you have not gone to dead ring yeah you got to see dead ring you have Come to on. see like it. it's just one of those you have to see it yeah it's on canopy it's on quite a few things it might be i think it's actually on peacock Okay. Well, Shout Factory has a nice release of it. There but, you go. You know, it's yeah, on Criterion. Yeah, unfortunately, it's out of print on Criterion, but, you know, you can find it's it somewhere. DVD, but, Look yeah. for it. Yeah. yeah. Find it. But next, we're talking about Enemy. What we like to do on this podcast is get very serious, and this is my pick. It's serious. We're talking Enemy, like we said, 2013 by Denis Villeneuve. Villeneuve. Denis Villeneuve. Directed, he directed Dune. Most of you guys know what that is. I think so. Blade Runner twenty forty nine. You know what else? Prisoners, oh, Sicario, Sicario, Arrival, all the hits. Oh, Arrival, yeah, yeah, yes, yes, yes. And it's also starring Jake Gyllenhaal as Adam Bell slash Anthony Clare, Melanie Lorient as uh, Mary, Sarah Gadoon. As Helen Claire and damn Gadoon, it's G A uh, Gadon Gadon. No, Sorry. I, know, I was just saying because Dune. I know, <laughs> I know. I, I think that's why I said Gadoon too. Oh, okay, no Gadon. It's a G A D O N. Gadon Dune, <laughs> and uh, she was also, uh, you know, just to connect these two, she was in Cosmopolis, Dangerous Method, and Maps to the Stars. Which, and if you uh, ha- have no idea why that's a connection, is because those are all David Cronenberg films. Yeah, and if you don't get that, you're a damn fool. Yes. And so what is Enemy about? Let me tell you. Let me you tell you all about it. You brought Enemy. I brought it, and it's about... Okay, so here's the letterbox, oh. um, you know, because they have that tagline. Yeah. I love it. I love yeah, the letterbox. Love the taglines. It's, yeah. you can't escape yourself, baby. Ooh. That could have been the Dead Ringers tagline. What is Enemy about? A mild-mannered college professor discovers a look-alike actor and delves into the other man's private affairs. Mm. Ooh, 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 ooh. What a stinker. Why'd you bring this today, Jordan? Okay, well, let me tell you. Damn, you're you're getting right into it, huh? Yeah, let's let's hear you. All right. (laughs) Thought process. (laughs) My thought process into this is, look, I could have brought Prisoners. I could have brought Arrival. I could have brought Sicario. I could have brought all these hits. Blade Runner 2049. Everyone loves Denis Villeneuve now. Everyone loves all the new, all that stuff. But Enemy is not... Okay, so Prisoners, all that stuff has like plots, right? And so maybe this is going to turn a lot of you away, but Enemy does not have a plot necessarily. Mm-hmm. It is a character study. And not a lot of people can do a character study like this, right? So you have the idea of Jake Gyllenhaal's character... He is a teacher who is the schlub of a teacher, schlub of a man. Yeah, just kind of like dragging his feet dragging through his life. Feet yeah. through life. He ends up finding a movie where he sees an actor who looks like himself. So he ends up kind of contacting that guy, kind of getting involved in his life. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And, and, and it kind of turns into this, again, like it's very Cronenbergish, very like sexual kind of thing a little thriller well just mostly just like it becomes like a sexual thing Mm -hmm. like you know the the other actor gyllenhaal like wants to have sex with his girlfriend with the other gyllenhaal's girlfriend you know but 
here what I think and again for those who have for those who have watched enemy for those who haven't watched enemy you know this is an interpretation type of film but mm-hmm. I feel like this might be um, what is really cracking because there's really no way to explain a lot of this stuff besides this is that Jake like this is a metaphor right a lot of these things are not it's not really happening you know what I mean Jake Gyllenhaal there isn't two Jake Gyllenhaals yeah obviously yeah but there's some stuff that is happening that is is that has already happened right like and it's just kind of showing you the backstory a little bit yes of it yes of the whole situation which um the other Gyllenhaal is kind of seeing Right. You know, yeah, so basically yeah. Sarah uh, Gadon, who plays his pregnant wife, um, she, like Gyllenhaal has been cheating on her, mm-hmm. going into these weird meetings where naked women step on spiders mm-hmm. and do weird shit. Weird sex clubs. Just, yeah. yeah, weird sex clubs. He's a weird horny pervert. And he's doing all this if weird- you give me a key, let me know. Yes, okay. Just kidding. <laughs> and he's doing all this weird shit, and he's- um, and his wife uh, obviously found out about it. Yes. And did something to try to make him stop doing it. Maybe gave him some ultimatum, did all this stuff, yeah. and he promised not to do it anymore. But and he's still, yeah. But as, you know, and then as the teacher, Hall, he's constantly talking about history repeating itself. Mm-hmm. And there's always going to be the same thing. It's a cycle. Things just happen it's over and weird, over again. Uh, what is it? Like, uh, I guess, this dictatorship maybe he has over his wife a little bit. Well, it's a dictatorship over... Well, it's the part... It's the part of him that um, that he doesn't want... That, that the, the part of him that goes to those meetings, the part of him that cheats on his wife, that's like has a dictatorship over the part of him that doesn't want that mm-hmm. that wants to be the 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 meek kind of more like uh like uh emotional person to his wife right there's that mm-hmm. scene that's like towards the end where you think that the professor teacher kind of more sad Hall has tricked the actor Hall's wife Mm-hmm. That you know that that he's there at the, the person house. That he is, you know, right, right, right. But but he's like, a Mookie Suzuki. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then so he's there, all sat on the couch, and she says like, "Oh, what's wrong?" And he's just like, "I'm sorry." He says like, "I'm really sorry." And she's just like, "I want you to stay." Like as in, you know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. this one that you are here, like stay. Like don't bring back that other horny, like cocky you know, bad one that cheats on me. Like this movie star, this guy that wants to be a movie star, you know? Right. Because he's yes. not, you know? Because he's, he's not. Because his mom tells him that, you know? Like, yes. Um, the great Isabella Rossellini. Rossellini, that I guess yeah. I didn't bring up in the yeah. credits. But yeah, she but plays yeah, the mom. She, She's she in it very Joan, briefly. Yeah. yeah. But she tells him like, you know, like, oh, you have a good job. You have this, you know, like all that. But, and, you know, stop trying to have this fantasy of being a, you know, a third rate actor. Like, you know, like just this actor kind of guy. And that's probably what his wife is tired of, you know, this guy that's being this actor towards her, you know, and trying to be like the suave, single, like guy trying to date everyone and like have sex with everyone. You know, you have a family, you're going to have a family now. Right. Be like a cool guy on a motorcycle doing like shit, like, like trying to still be the cool guy. Like if he is an actor and that's why like, but he he only has like, he has very little credits and even like when he goes to like the agency he works for is like oh you haven't been here in like six months you know 
like what is like going on like you know like, right or not what's going on but it's like you could see his career is dwindling as an actor like yes. he's obviously not part of it anymore as much as he was before because maybe his wife gave him this ultimatum you know yes and, it, and he's kind of like you know he's like forgotten about it but this this other Hall, his other part of his mind is realizing that he was this you know and also okay so this was you know, and one of the reasons I'm bringing the collection. So this is also based on a book um, that Denis, uh, well, writers adapted and Denis directed. Mm. But one of the things that really comes off about it, um, you know, from that adaptation is that that idea of that. Yeah, it's like you can't like, you know, you can physically show that it's like a twin, right? You could, They could have made it that it really was a twin and then show that whole thing and then really kill it like in dead ringers right Mm -hmm. like it's like literally physically cutting the cord Mm -hmm. of that part of your your persona that you don't like that you don't want right and that's supposed to be it here but they do it in a way that it's so ambiguous because you you don't know you're just like well is that like is that really do they both really exist in the same place you know because they have that great scene where the pregnant wife goes to visit him at the school you know where he's the, the the teacher version of Jake Gyllenhaal, yeah, and he just completely pretends like not to know her, yeah, and she's just like, "What the hell? Like, what's wrong with you? Like, what is going on with you?" And he's like, "Oh, hey, like, how's it going? Like, oh, you're pregnant, like, you know." And she's just, like looking at him like in horror, like, "I know that's you. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I know." But she knows because again, history repeating itself. That's already happened before. That he does that. Mm-hmm. That he has separate, that he separates himself. That's why he's an actor, because mm-hmm. he separates himself from his his own persona to to be able to justify him his cheating and and him like his infidelity and shit like yeah, that. Yeah, I guess you know? that that part is kind of hard for my head to wrap around a little bit because she calls him, you know, and he answers like right after that meeting where she like uh, Jake Dylan Hall doesn't recognize her he just says mm-hmm. oh hi blah like you know just says whatever you know yeah They're just being kind of like cordial or whatever and she calls him and she's still i don't know she's still dumbfounded by the whole thing you know and that he answers and well like, because of the way that he answers mm-hmm. right so she calls him like she starts to call him yeah. as he's walking away yeah and as soon as she's like able to like do the call he goes around the wall yeah so yeah. you can't, she see, can't him see him anymore. answer but you know and so when he answers he's like he's all hey babe what's up what do you need? You know, so yeah. that's what makes her like that's that's you know, that's like even crazier. It's mm. like you just saw your husband right here. Yeah. And you know that he is you know, you know that he that's him and he's pretending to be this person and you saw him walk behind that wall and he could have just not answered, but yeah. he did answer and he pretended to be like, Hey babe, what's up? Yeah. Like, you know, not to be somebody else. Mm. You know what I mean? Like, I mean, I, I think like, you know, it is it is very um it, it's more so in terms of like a movie, you know what I mean? It's, but, it's very, yeah, and then there's also that part where Jake Gyllenhaal calls himself. You know, like she, he calls the like he calls the house or whatever, mm-hmm. and the wife answers, and she's like, "Oh, what are you like? Why are you joking around? Like, you know, like she doesn't get it." But then he calls again, and it's Jake Gyllenhaal who answers, and he's talking to him. But so. that's not. But that's not really what's happening, right? So like, what is um, happening? Okay, so. When Jake Gyllenhaal, uh, the 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 more uh, the the professor, the mm. teacher, when he calls the house, yeah, it's uh, Melanie Laurent calling the house, and so 
the the actor Hall, who is the real Hall, like you know who is the one that the wife knows you know what i mean is the one that she's aware of the one who's trying to be an actor you know how she's just like who was on the phone he's like oh it was the guy that called earlier that's it's like him telling you know don't call here like telling uh the the his mistress oh okay you know what i mean like why it's is that. it how is it that what what gives you that inclination or whatever? well because that's like that's the conflict that he's having in his mind is that he's like trying not to cheat on his wife with her he's like you know he has that other apartment he has yeah. that other place he goes to he's like trying to like fight against that mm-hmm. so when he says that to her when he's just like, oh, it's like that That's guy. That's why she's so like. He's starting uh, to like manifest that in his mind. He's starting to manifest those two personalities. Are starting to like split and not. He, he doesn't, doesn't realize. He doesn't that know he's, what reality yes. is and isn't. You right. Know? Like, like what? Like and that's yes. why she's so like. Like. No, that's some that wasn't like yes, that guy. Right. Like, this isn't some guy. You're, you're yeah, just because, making this up, kind of. Because you know? she's just it's like just some lie. Yeah, because know? she's like that's crazy. Nobody yeah. would be your fan. You know that nobody would be your fan. You're yeah. a nobody actor. You're yeah. like nothing. And for him to be like, no, it's some guy who knows me. Like he's yeah, a fan. Yeah, yeah. She's just like, what? You're crazy. Yeah. And so he you haven't acted in forever. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you're a bellhop. Bellhop Ex- three. You exactly. Know? Yeah. And and he like what he's telling That's her to be like so right. Yeah. And, and he's telling Melanie Laurent like, please don't call here. Like you know, I'm yeah. I'm trying to get rid of you. That's mm-hmm. kind of his personality. Being like, that's him. Being like, that's yeah. what I'm doing. But he's also making up that other persona in his head so he can cheat. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, so it, it justifies him to be like, well, you know what? I'm not doing it. So anything. he doesn't feel this weird remorse. There's this crazy like, twin of me that's doing it. Yeah. You know what I mean? And he's calling over here and he's doing oh, weird so, stuff, you know? So that, so him calling and saying like, oh, this isn't uh, uh, Anthony or whatever. Mm-hmm. It's him like trying to like. Start that. Like start this like yes. kind of thing. You yes. Know? Like, like get that going. Like get her confused. You right. Know? Like like it's some guy like he's trying to like. Yes. Put make her. Up this, like, yes. You know like make up this persona that like oh yeah some guy's exactly. like chasing me and like oh I can blame it on this like fake like. Yes. If I do guy. that and I act like that and she's just like what like and he's like oh uh, I don't know what you're talking about. Uh, I'm not him. You know. And like he can like go home and literally use that as an excuse. Oh, yeah. there's someone calling. Oh, well, it's just that guy. Yeah, it's something yeah. weird like is going on. You know, it's but not... he's so like stuck into that that it becomes like real. He's lost his mind. Yes, kind of he's like loses his mind, yeah. and that's like what you know. Towards the end, what, what the great scene of her being like, you know, the, the the wife, the pregnant wife, finally being like, you know what, you please stay. Telling the more meeker kind of like sadder one, the more empathetic one, the more you know uh-huh. sympathetic one. Excuse me, like the more the, the one that actually is like, I actually like you. I, I'm not just like you know gonna run out on you. She's like, you please stay. And so he's right there on the couch, like with a headache, but his headache is that car crash, and that that's what's happening at the same time, right? It's him trying to kill that in his in his head yeah like that you know what i mean like him trying to like make that happen Mm -hmm. you know what i'm saying like be like all right like i'm gonna get rid of her you know Mm. and then you know not to jump ahead but we do spoilers here and you know i'm just trying to make my point here like in terms of the metaphor like it ends with him you know calling his wife being like hey honey you know trying to talk to her she doesn't answer he goes into the room and it's a giant spider yeah. Because it's literally just like, and he like looks at it, not necessarily in horror, not he's not scared of it. It's more so just like, <sighs> because that's pretty much saying he's never going to not be a fucking cheating, horny dude. 
Like it's it's just never gonna go away. Why do you say that? Because of this, him seeing that, him seeing the spider in there. Uh-huh. Because the spider represents those weird, you know, uh, he's walking in the spider webs. You might no, say those weird get get-togethers that he was going to to watch like women step on spiders and do yeah. sexual crazy things. That like represents that. You know, when he sees that spider instead of his wife, mm-hmm. it just it's just Zane like, ah shit. Like I'm not gonna care about my wife He's ever. He's too into whatever he's yes. doing. Like, yeah. I'm just gonna cheat on her. I'm yeah. going to still. That part of me is gonna come alive. He's it's falling down there. this rabbit hole and he can't get out. Yeah, which is spider web and he can't. Which get is out. yeah. He's he's not home right now. He's walking in the, the spider, spider webs. webs. And leave look, a message and I'll call you back. I can understand why a lot of people can see a movie like this and be like, ooh, like this is why would I want to watch something like this? This is like a horrible man yeah, that I'm why, watching. Why would you want to watch? Something well, because like it, it, I think it's a it's it's, it's honestly a, a really great look into. Uh, the the idea of it, the psyche of someone like that. Now you don't have to like this character. You don't have to like be into this person. Hey, no doubt, no doubt. But <laughs> <laughs> but you can you, you know you can understand that that's just something that happens to people. You know that that's just like you know what I mean. It, it's just a very interesting look into that. It, it's like a nice you know it's a horror film in the way that I like to see horror films mm-hmm. where it's not they, there's not an actual giant spider taking over the city. You know, there isn't really spider women crying upside down in the hallway. You know, when he sees like the, his dreams and kind of like his visions of that. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But it, but it is scarier. You know, it's scarier to be that to where you start to lose your mind. And you you have to make up this other life because you're cheating on somebody or you know whatever the case may be. You know, that's fucking like that's that's terrifying. That sounds like a headache. Yeah, exactly. That's like, like that's, how could you live like that? Why why yes. even bother? Like I'd rather know? be hunted by a ghost than try to live my life like something like that because it's <laughs> exhausting. And try to live my life like that. <laughs> that's like exhausting. <laughs> I'd rather just wake up every day and like have like Instead my, of walking in a spider web, my, like, <laughs> have my cabinets thrown around or something. You know what I mean? Like you know what I'm saying? Like some paranormal activity shit, then have to be some weird You'd rather conjure up some shit. Like horrible like uh, just cheating dude who's like well I gotta like make up a whole nother life and buy another apartment and do all this shit you know what I mean yeah. like that just that's exhausting and that everything is exhausting well yes. no but I'm saying but you don't see that in films done like Enemy mm-hmm. Enemy is done in a way where Danny Villeneuve literally it's a slow burn you it know, is. don't get me it's wrong very slow, yes. you know it, 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 it's a great double feature it might with, burn I don't know it, it's a great double feature with Dead Ringers but you know, you got to really be ready to see. I don't know see. if it's a great double feature. <laughs> I think it is. You just got to be ready to see twin sex, baby. You got to be in a hell of a headspace. And hell yeah, I was. Yeah. I was ready to see double sex. Mm-hmm. I was. I had double vision. Yeah. And, you know, enemy. A lot of people are going to be like, well, that's like not the best Denis Villeneuve. But those people are not smart. And look, I know our listeners are smart. Yes. So, but I'm talking about the people who aren't smart. And what I'm saying is that Enemy deserves to be the first one to be in the collection because, you know, I, I had to search far and wide for like a good Blu ray with a good cover. And it's only got just a documentary about it. Mm-hmm. So I want more supplements. I yes. want. Uh, you want Delanube to get in 
Villeneuve in it. Yeah, and we can also get like great essays about what the stories, you know, dig deeper into what that yeah. double meaning and you know the it's idea strange. of identity and things like that are about. You know, mm-hmm. that's interesting to me. You know, who's the enemy? Yeah, yeah. But also another thing I just want to bring up too, which is really great, is that uh, Villeneuve, Villeneuve. Denis Villeneuve, Villeneuve? I don't know. We love him here. Yeah. Can't say his name right, but you know he's the way Canadian? he used. Yeah, he? yeah, he's French Canadian. Oh, okay. Yeah, the yeah, way yeah. that he uses architecture in the city of Toronto as a character. I mean, you know, I don't usually say that, and I hate saying, "Oh, the city's a character." We've said that maybe on a Woody Allen thing, like, but yeah, this really feels like that. Like, right, like the texture of like the things, especially like in in certain scenes. With like the cables of like you know for the cable cars that are in in Toronto, mm-hmm. it feels like spider webs. You know, like they they just it feels very these like, like yeah these like uh, intersecting lines. Yeah, you know, it's very like, entangling. Like, it's yeah, just entangled. Like, yeah. like yes, it's all over the place. Like, you know, it's just like spread out and like you know you're trying to keep things separate, but they're gonna cross. You know. Yeah. And eventually, you know, and it like, also shows like. Like the double, like those two, like spiral buildings that are yeah. next to each other. You know what I mean? Like that, that idea of like these two. They're kind like, of like a jar almost, and like yeah. you know, you just like you don't know what's real or not, or like what's like like how you're keeping these things separate, and it's just yeah, they don't like it doesn't mesh, you know. But like you know, like it's just like something's gonna like fall, you know. Like that's what like those two buildings feel like they're gonna fall almost, you know. And that's what happens to kind of the character, Jake Gyllenhaal's character. He's going to fall. Like, you know, you he's going to like. You see it. Yeah, I do see it. You I see get what it. he's doing. <laughs> you see what you know, Denise's like, doing, baby. Yeah. And, and just like, there's like, about. there's that one part where he's walking like, uh, when is it? I forget. I don't know. He's walking like on the side of the like parking like thing. And he just feels so like. Uh, I don't know disjointed or like so like you know like he doesn't fit or like he's just like kind of like creeping almost on the side you know walking down like the parking it's almost thing. yeah it's, and it's, it doesn't like you know and it just like it's just like this weird like I don't know like he doesn't feel like I don't know like no to me a lot of those like what you're talking about that scene like the parking structure and all that yeah. stuff even like the buildings it feels very much like Cronenberg filming the body Mm-hmm. It's like this, like Denis, like filming that is like this, like almost like not like kind of gross, like otherworldly kind of yeah. thing. It just feels like, like it feels like abstract and yeah. like, you know, like he doesn't fit in this part. Very sexual. You know? <laughs> I'll tell you now. Yeah, he just doesn't feel when I a saw part that parking it, garage. You know? <laughs> but he doesn't feel a part of this world or he's trying to fit into it or like yeah. trying mm-hmm. to fake himself into it. You know, like, yeah, he's like. Like and just how like you know the color of the film like because it's also brown and like really weird. it's got like, like a know? very yellow tint yeah, yeah it just yeah. like feels like gross you know like right. you're just like like you're sick you know like you're like you know your skin is getting like this weird like um you know like kind of almost like jaundice thing on it you know where your skin like is turning yellow and brown like you feel like you're all bruised up and like stuff like that and that's like that's like the whole like that's like the character the whole time you know like he just like bruised up and yellowed and like you know like kind of disgusting you know like and just feels like oh like you know like he's trying to fit in this world but it's like you know it's like hurting him like you know and it's hurting him but and it's hurting everyone the people around him you know yeah you know yeah it's hurting his family yeah Yeah. he's sorry he's not home right now he's walking in the fucking spider webs which is like a great 
I mean, I, that that song's about like going on the the web. That song's literally about being on like AOL and like it's like yeah, I can't. Is it? Yeah, I, I'm sorry, I'm not home right now. I'm walking on the spider webs. Like, leave a message and I'll call you back. Like, you're calling me, but I can't hear the phone because I'm on the web. Like, you know. I don't know. I'm walking that. through the spider webs. Leave a message and I'll call you back once I'm off and I can call you on the phone. Yeah. That's out. exactly what it's about. The person's out. But see this. This has a different meaning to the walking in the spider webs. Mm-hmm. Walking in the spider webs is like infidelity. It's like um, you it's know what I mean. Screaming infidelities. Yes, it's screaming infidelities. Yeah. It, it's it's like that idea of like you know him seeing that show of stepping on the spiders. Like that's like you know that's like. What the, show do they do that on? <laughs> no, I'm when, joking, he, I'm when he watches that live show, which yeah. again, let me get a key, baby. Let me get a key. Oh, now you want a key too? Well, you know, oh, you, you asked for one. You know, we're trying yeah. to get a sponsor, Letterbox. Yeah. Give us the key to the to yeah. the Spider Room Anatomy. Yeah. We love that. But it's a premium account, a hat, whatever. Look, this is look. This is Denis, the top of his game. A lot of people like to be like, oh well, you know, Dune. This is lesser Denis. Those no, this is top. No, of, I'm saying people are saying people this will less, say that. Yes, people will Denis. say that. Yeah, yeah. But no, this is top of his game because it's so fucking subtle. Mm-hmm. There is no big story like Prisoners where it's like kind of like a, a kidnapping mystery, mm-hmm. right? Sicario, it's like well, a, that's a drug a, the thing. plot thing. Right, a plot thing. Mm-hmm. Like there's there's plots that are taking you through this. This is a character there's a study. MacGuffin. There's no MacGuffin here. There's mm-hmm. no MacGuffins, right? That's the AMC bar. <laughs> <laughs> there's no MacGuffins. I didn't see one. <laughs> but there, that, that's a great bar. We love it. We, we love we, MacGuffins. Hey, MacGuffin Guffin sponsor us. Hey, hit up Send us some drinks. <laughs> Send us some it. fucking mixed drinks. Give me or the something. enemy. <laughs> what do they got? Yeah, what do they got there? McGuffins hit us up. Yeah. But no, there's there's no you know what I mean? Like that this is a character study in, in a way that I I myself would like to, you know, I, I wish I could explore and write something like this. You know, I know Denis didn't write it. It was it was a short story, but Denis directed it in a way that I felt like it mm-hmm. brought that theme out. In the perfect way, and that you don't see a lot. You know, we have dead ringers, but we don't have something like this, mm-hmm. where you literally have something about where it's like a twin, but he's not a twin. It's something. That it's a manifest manifestation of that part of him that he doesn't want to like or want to be a yeah. part of, but he has to make something up to. You know, we've all done that. It, it feels happens. a little. Uh, <laughs> what was that one film we saw? It was a Diabolique. Um, Diabolique? Yeah. The one about the two uh, women who, yeah, who murdered like, that guy? Murder, yeah, but the, it's like a whole thing. Yeah, because he was like cheating on... Yeah. He's married to one, he's it's cheating on... a little on bit, you know. Um, that, I mean, I mean Diabolique is more plot-driven, you know? Yeah, that's but more like twist and turny in like a, yeah. in like a, like a more plot way. Yeah. Yeah. But I mean, this... Can it could have easily been that too you know like it's where if if they if if the other Jalen hall was real yeah yeah but not not real like it's just where like they're trying to fake out the wife almost you know like to where he uh, where he's kind of where he is kind of doing you know okay. i see what bit, you're saying you know, i get, okay. to like go with you know. now i get what you're, okay hey, yes. now i go right saying. yes yes that because of the twist in diabolique yeah, yeah. yes there's a bunch of, you're right okay yeah i can see that yeah, where they wanted to like, so yeah, the mistress and Jake Gyllenhaal want to like yeah. freak out the wife yes. and get her to do something, so they do. Which that they stuff. do in Diabolique. Yes, they yes, freak out the exactly. wife. You know, yes. 
They yeah. try to like make yeah. her. This is a mistress, like yeah, yeah, yeah. that's right. Yeah. Oh, okay, okay, I can see that now. Yeah. But yeah, yeah. But that's but just that's, that's helping your point. I mean, it's not like kind of like disregarding. No, 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 no. Yeah. I get what you're saying. Yeah, yeah, no, but not even that. Even yeah. though that that would kind of be a cool little twist there. Yeah. But I think it was more. That's the thing. And again, yeah. let's. Uh, we'll just bring this up really quick. Just to kind of. This might hurt my point, but you know, there's many films that are like this. Unfortunately, the the great and beautiful Melanie Laurent was not used properly. She's great in French stuff. Um, she's great in in, in um uh Inglorious Bastards, but here yeah, she's sort was... of just eye candy. Yeah, she's not really anything. She's sort of not. You know what I mean? Unfortunately, she's not a character. I mean, now you see me really used her. You know, <laughs> she's in that. Yeah, she's in that. Okay. Um, I do, I've now I haven't seen those, mm-hmm. and now I, I won't saw the see first them. one. I think I won't. I will part not. of it. Yeah. Well, oh no, actually in Beginners, that oh, film yeah, yeah. Beginners, she's, she's beginners, really good yeah. in that, and she's actually using that. Mm-hmm. But most of the stuff she's been in, sort of like, but yeah, in Glorious Bastards, I mean, that's where I first saw her, and she right, was really right. great. You know, she mm-hmm. was really great, and I was like, oh, I want to see more of this actress. Uh-huh. And I was like, yeah, she seems like. You know, and again, like, I'm just saying American stuff. In, yeah. in in where what she does in France, she's fantastic. She directs. She you know she writes. Oh, wow. She okay. does yeah. She does a bunch of shit. But yeah. you know, we haven't really figured it out here, and unfortunately. Both of the actresses, especially um, Sarah uh, Gadon, you know, yeah, it, it, you know, it, but at the same time, it, it's not, it's not detrimental to this film because the film literally is a character study about Jake Gyllenhaal. Yeah, it's more, yeah, it's and focused it, on this. Yes, guy, yes. It, it's not necessarily plot driven where you need those characters to have like a reason. They're literally there just to drive the idea of his dual personalities and and you know the things that he does and who's the enemy yeah Yeah. who is the enemy you yourself are the enemy you're the enemy not me (laughs) mondo you thought me up look i you know you know we haven't had a, a huge conflict in a while you know, I was here when you were watching the movie. We we literally watched Enemy. <laughs> I started playing guitar. <laughs> he was playing guitar the whole fucking time. Just playing guitar while I was like sitting there watching the movie. So that's what, you know, this so I'm is, wondering. Yeah, this is my second watch. What in God's name are you, you going to let this in? Do you, did you even see it? Do yeah, you even know yeah, what that was going on? I, I mean, yeah, I saw it. Jalen Hall was in it. Isabella Rosalini. Yeah. So what do you, th- I mean, come on. Is it in? Is it out? Uh, are you in are you out <laughs> you're gonna pick up a guitar and start playing it right now <laughs> i'll play a little ditty it's called spider webs uh no i mean i yeah it this movie is really like i mean it's only an hour and a half but it it felt a little daunting this time i don't know why you know just because i i don't know i don't know what because you had to tune the guitar <laughs> I don't know what I was expecting. I knew what I maybe I knew what I was expecting, and I was like, eh, I was like, yeah, I'll watch it again. Yeah, it's fine. Like, but it really is. I mean, it this film really does go deep, and it's like psychological, and like, it's you know, like fighting with yourself. You know, like you are the enemy. You know, that's that. That's kind of the theme of everything. Is like absolutely, you are your own enemy. There is no other enemy. Like you can like. It's no surprise to me. I am my own worst enemy. Yeah. You want to like every now and then I kick the living shit out of me. There was another song I wanted to bring up, but it was during Dead Ringers and I didn't bring it up. up. My own worst enemy. No, it was that Spice Girls song, When Two Become One. (laughs) 
<laughs> but anyway, you know, like it's always you. Like it's just like you, like you know, when you say someone is your enemy, it's like you trying to personify that something that's going on in your head, and like uh, I don't know why I sound like Lars Ulrich for some reason. <laughs> it's that you know, like some kind of monster. But you know, like it's that you like trying to personify that onto someone else. You know, when like you you, make a you need to in your head, you know, you need personified in your head. You need to visualize that kind of you know, and like make that something. But it's really you making that. Like it's not, it's not that other person. It's no one. It's never anyone's yeah, other I fault. Mean, it's like yeah, your we've own always fault. talked about here. We we are we create our own problems, yeah. and we try to blame it on other people. Yeah. We literally create our own problems. Yeah, yeah. and. Yeah, it's just, I don't know why we do that, but it's just something, maybe it's so we can have a visual rep- representation of it and stuff yeah. like that. It's just and human nature. And we don't want to see it in ourselves, you know? Right. Like, and it's really like, it's always, you know, it's always that thing where you have to look back into yourself and like kind of look closely and really like listen to your body and like your mind, like not necessarily your mind because your mind is really playing tricks on you, you know? Like it's it that can. whole thing, yeah, you know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And you can like, you know, like, you know, like get lost in that, you know, and yeah. that's what, that's what, uh, believe, know, and sort of Jake like, Jake yeah, like character is getting lost in his own in that. bullshit. Yeah. Like, yeah. It's really like, he's getting yeah. so lost in it where he's confused and like, doesn't like, he's like, Oh, I'm going to fuck your girlfriend. Like blah, blah, No, that's your girlfriend the whole time. You know, it's like this whole thing, you know, like, and him being like, but that's his like excuse in his head to cheat on his wife. Yeah. Like, yeah. And then also that's like when, when he's sitting there at home, like alone, he doesn't like he feels like a stranger in this place you know it's not like it's not it's like he's like made his mind so twisted where he's not even comfortable in his own home you know and he's made that for himself you know right it's, it's like his yeah. own doing you know mm-hmm. it's his own shit like it's not someone else you know it's not this other guy that looks like him or whatever and that yeah th- so yeah that's why we're i can look deeper in this film and realize yeah this is a much more like uh you know, like a really great work from Denis Villeneuve, you know, like, and really like, he's really like working and, and, you know, like working on all cylinders and like really showing us like something different from like all the crap that we usually see, you know, like it's hard not to like, it's, I mean, it's kind of easy to disregard that if you just watch the film and just watch it. But like, if you don't like really watch it and look at it and kind of like dissect it, it's like, yeah, this is, someone like a master working you know and this came out the same year as prisoner so that's why it's sort of mm-hmm. you know kind of people saw it as like the lesser one they're like yeah. well prisoners is like that's like yeah. how you do it well i don't know what enemy is what is yeah. this there's a spider at the end what is yeah. that you know like yeah. everyone's like i don't i don't get it yeah. you know and that's uh because that's yeah because like that it. is like a lot more plot driven yes and stuff like and it kind of has it's like, easier to follow yeah it's still and, great it's still yeah fantastic, it's a great film yeah. but it, it's easier to follow than this yeah, yeah. it's more accessible and it's you got, can it's see got what, wolverine you, you know see, you could see what uh uh denis can really do you know like and mm-hmm. really like show you like what you can do with less actors and like you know like I mean, Jake Gyllenhaal is a great actor, but I mean, like, you know, like you watch Prisoners and it's fucking Hugh Jackman. Uh, what's his fucking Jake Gyllenhaal. Uh, <laughs> oh, yeah. Jake Gyllenhaal. And uh, what's his name? Uh, Paul Dano. Dano. You know, like you got Terrence like really Howard. Great. You yeah. got Viola Davis. Yeah. You got um, um, Melissa Leo. You got a whole it's stacked. Yeah, yeah the whole cast. Yeah. Is and this that and this film is just like it's just Jake Gyllenhaal, you know? Like, yeah. Jake Gyllenhaal plays himself, which is like a, that's what I'm saying. That's that's what's another great thing. It's like it shows that contrast, which is I didn't understand why people didn't see that. Like they saw Prisoners, 
which shows that Denis can do like kind of like an like you know a, a cast of people mm-hmm. and, yeah. and a story and a through line of story and keep it interesting and still have his style and that kind of like very um not not giving you answers really not giving you monologues just sort of giving you like these kind of yeah like it's quiet not telling moments. you that the, yeah like Jake Gyllenhaal is this person like it's, right but yeah, then also that's a t- that's uh, that's another thing that I also hate and I was kind of like I guess disregarding when I was watching a little bit you know like. That's kind of like yeah, you're telling you guys much, you know, like, you know, like we're like, yeah, like, fuck that. I don't want you to tell me like every little detail. Yeah, we just saw that, you know, like it just, you know, it just has to sink in a little bit, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah. Yeah. And then, yeah, because you have to be Jake Gyllenhaal all day and kind of sit with yourself. Yeah. It's just like prisoners, like a full on story. And then enemy came out the same year. And it's like literally like about like a, it's like about self. It's about identity. It's about like a person not knowing who they are or what they want to be. And then the idea that it doesn't like nothing. A lot of his movies nothing don't really resolved. Yeah, not, not a lot of his movies end in like this, like a like, button. Does he take up, the elevator guy to the the place again, or the security he's guy? He's probably yeah. going to. That's why he asked his wife. Yeah, <laughs> are you doing anything tonight? I got shit to do. I got some shit I got to do. And then with. she looks like a giant spider because he's like, oh yeah, yeah he's done like, this um, plenty of times. Yeah. I'm gonna just do this. Yeah, I'm not gonna stop. And I think that to me, like especially like all all of Denise endings are brilliant because mm-hmm. he knows how to just stop it and you're just like wait what but it still you're you you're asking a question you're asking questions you're not like um but not in a dumb way not in like a well what was that why did that happen that was dumb you're mostly like wait, what what's gonna happen next like what's you know why what where's this guy's life gonna go but you know that because the whole time he's been telling you mm-hmm. it's gonna happen there's patterns it repeats yeah. Just like, like you know, uh, history, you just know. history repeats itself. Like so, motto does it belong in the collection? Yeah, it God belongs in the co- uh, collection. God damn it! All right, but give me that. Pass that Kool Aid real quick. Because <laughs> I'm mean, done after this. <laughs> step on a spider, baby. I mean, this one. These are intense. Look, I. You know, again, I think these are great double features. But look, um, you know, you know, tread. Uh, you know, tread lightly. Tread lightly. Um, they're pretty intense. Polygo lightly. These are very intense. Very sexual, very violent, but like mentally and f- like violent, not mm-hmm. like physically necessarily. You know what I mean? It's like this, like this sort of uh, uh, yeah, mental violence that mm-hmm. I'm into. I love it. Sometimes I love it. Sometimes it, you know, it could be too much. But I enjoyed this double feature. I liked that it was a double double feature. You know what I mean? I'm seeing double vision, baby, and I loved it. Two Jake Gyllenhaal's, two Jeremy Irons. Oh my. God, yeah, you can't go wrong with that. You can't. I like the Jeremy's more so. Of course, Jeremy spoke in class today. Well, Jeremy, I look. I mean, there's no competition in yeah. that. Jeremy Irons' twins are certainly done better. Hmm. It's it's it, it's an absolutely better performance. There's more nuance there. You can tell yeah. the two apart. Hall, you know, he's a great actor. Yeah. Love him. He can do no wrong. But you know the 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 two here, the, it's yeah. sort of the same guy. It's not yeah, really, uh, yeah. Fuck Army Hammer. <laughs> I would say fuck Army Hammer yeah. and fuck the people who try to make it seem like that that technology was all great when Cronenberg yeah, was doing it before. Yeah, he was doing it perfectly. Like, you know? Literally ahead. of It his was like seamless, time. like you ahead know? of his time. There's that ahead end of part, his fucking time. There's that end part when they're both like lying dead with each other. Oh and yeah, it's like yeah, oh yeah. yeah, what the fuck? Like good stuff. Yeah, oh yeah, that's Jeremy. Brilliant Adams, shit. Yeah. You know? Like uh, literally brilliant shit, like flawless. Yeah. Can't even tell that it's not mm-hmm. anybody anywhere mm-hmm. in any point. You know what I mean? Yeah. 
And of course, same with Enemy, but at that point, you know, that technology was there. I mean, but we're talking about Cronenberg being the master. We like you, but Cronenberg was just the master of disaster, baby. He did twins before twins was a thing. Before, you know, before you literally had to have an actual twin. Yeah. I mean, you know, you did it with Full House. You had it. You know, little kids Mary and Kate stuff. And Ashley Olsen. But Jeremy Irons is not a real twin. So, mm-hmm. anyway. Enemy, it's in like Flynn. Hell yeah. <laughs> I'm down with it because. Villeneuve, yeah. This is our Criterion. first Denis. And, Criterion, uh, why are you lagging on Denis? Yeah, I, I'm pretty sure they might. They'll probably mm. do, if anything, they'll do um, his earlier stuff. What was that one? The college one? Uh, the college years. <laughs> uh, well, I mean, room. Not the not the good college years. It's called like poly. Oh, polygraphic. Poly, yeah, poly, poly something. Uh, yeah. Poly something. But yeah. it's like literally yeah. about a, a guy who shoots up a women's college. So yeah. not as joyful as Mono trying to make it seem. And uh, I didn't say it was joyful. And then, oh, yeah, and then there's uh, incend incendiaries in incendies incendies. Uh, they, Insidious. Two of his first. Uh, Jesus Christ! I wish I knew how to pronounce both of them. But you can watch both of them. Two of his first earlier films. I feel like Criterion will probably eventually throw those up because he's getting big. You know yeah. what I mean? And those are kind of like not hard to find, but you know you can't really. They're not as accessible as probably something these ones. was on Hulu forever. I think it was. Yeah, yeah. I think it might be on uh, on Canopy now. Okay. And then for a little bit, they actually had it on the Criterion Channel. Mm. Um, but. Yeah. Uh, his other movie too. I they think they both. So I think eventually those will come on. But okay. Enemy is in because again, look, people, if you're listening to this, and you know what the Criterion Collection is. We're digging in deep. No, we we like we run that shit, bro. Mm. We 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 say what goes in or out, and this is in. Mondo said yes, yep. so shut up. It's in. <laughs> All right, I don't care if you watch this. You're like, oh, this is slow and it's boring. I don't know what it's about. What? What is this? A guy who's like a not a guy who's this other guy? Well, guess what? Yes, that's what it's about, and it's great because it digs deep into a person, dig deep into yourself, realize that hey, you know what? You're living double lives, and you got to combine those two people and become one and be yourself. That's what this podcast is about. Like that's what this cult's said, about. When two become one. Exactly. Don't oh that's what you were trying to say earlier the Spice Girls song yeah. to become one exactly um, listen to Spice Girls and be a person be a fucking man but not a man be a woman be a person be a human being be everything spice up your life hell yeah <laughs> and that's how we're gonna end it uh, please follow me at Young Jane Fonda on uh, Instagram and then you can follow the Criterion Cult at Criterion Cult pod on the on, gram on the gram at criterion cole on twitter baby mm-hmm. mondo where can we follow you where can we look at you oh and then, sorry uh, oh, what are you gonna say on letterbox jordan oh, yeah. garcia follow me oh, okay, mondo cool. where can i where, where can we look at you i'm on your all pictures? i'm all i'm where on can all we the, stare at you baby i'm on all those uh at save underscore mondo he's got one name i've got six figure it out thank you guys Hopefully so much six weeks can become one thank you (laughs) thank you guys so much for listening thank you guys so much for subscribing thank you guys so much for sharing all that stuff for anyone who does it also listen to film slobs follow them we're gonna be on an episode we're down for all that stuff thank you guys so much for listening until next time